Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? Emergency live stream. Not necessarily horrible news, but certainly not something you were hoping to hear. But apparently Najee Harris had a Liz Franck injury, a foot injury. This is uh, what you call like a mid-foot sprain um, right in this, between the, the big toe and the second toe, right like in this area right here, like on top of the foot. We'll go over that and more. We'll talk a little bit of Brian Robinson. We'll talk a little bit about some of the other news and notes. We have a little bit of a, of a uh, kind of a lot of news to actually talk about here on an emergency live stream show. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So here, here's the skinny, okay, on, on this situation. Najee Harris had, had, and probably still to some degree is struggling a little bit with pain, I imagine, uh, with a Liz Franck injury. Now, Liz Franck is a scary term because you oftentimes hear Liz Franck and career ending. Um, this is not that case. Najee wouldn't be on the field playing in a game if he still was suffering very badly from any ill effects from his Liz Franck. And there's footage of him training in the offseason. So at, at, at the risk of sounding like I'm, I'm calling uh, uh, you know, this a, a, a embellishment, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I want people to think I'm saying Najee is is stretching the truth, or that anybody is. But we saw him working out. You know, there's video footage of him working out, cutting hard. So I don't know how how much of this you know was like. It could have been like a very very minor. Um, there's grades to these things. There's and he he probably had the mildest form of a Liz Franck injury, or something that resembled it, or some soreness in the foot. And I think a lot of people just immediately gravitate toward. Oh my God, Liz Franck, he could be done for you know for the season, or it could linger all year. And there's there's a potential that that it could linger. There's a potential that it's completely in the past, and he was just rusty. And that was why this kind of came out. So Steelers running back Najee Harris told reporters that he had sprained, he had a sprained Liz Franck in training camp, and that that he was like the the report was that that's why he looked a little rusty tonight. He was kind of shaking off the rust. He was kind of getting in a groove, and so. What you got to think about from this is that he's saying that he had it, okay? So the Liz Franck is in the past, and and we've already seen Najee's value drop kind of a lot the last couple of weeks. People worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. Uh, p- people worried about the offense, the quarterback play, whether the football is going to move down the field properly. 116 of you in here, only 30 thumbs up. Wipe your feet on the way in if you could. Um, so we're already looking at Najee Harris, you know, as as a value. Now this this probably tells me this probably tells me that he's going to fall even further. Um, I, I think he's probably going to fall to the 10, 11, 12. I wouldn't be shocked if someone said, "Smitty, I got him at thirteen overall. I got him at two point one." I wouldn't be shocked if people overreacted to this information. Um, if you ask me, Smitty, do are you concerned about his foot? I'm going to tell you, not really, not really, because. He's out there playing. If he had had any kind of Liz Franck injury that that was still lingering, or if maybe this thing was classified as a like a grade one Liz Franck injury when it really was just foot soreness, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a little bit of an embellishment going on here. Not on the, not on behalf of, of Najee necessarily, but I just don't see the, the Steelers or Najee putting him and himself in a position to make it worse in a preseason game. So I think the fact that he played in a preseason game that he didn't need to play in means that this is behind him. He's trying to get the rust off exactly like the quote was um, uh, lingering out there on Newswires today. It was, hey, the reason I looked a little rusty tonight is because I had a Liz Franck injury in, the, in, the, in, in camp. Had. So Najee's telling you it's in the past. And I think everyone's not going to hear that. Like, like, like my mom not hearing me when I was younger. And I'd say, Mom, I'm backing the car out of the driveway because it's in front of the basketball hoop and I need the ball. And she, you're not taking my car for a spin. You're not on insurance, little Smitty. And my mom just in one ear and out the other ear. That's how some people react to this kind of news. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be frank and real with you. If I thought that Najee Harris was not in a good position, like if I was worried about this, I would tell you. I'm not worried about this. He wouldn't be on the field if this was something that was going to get worse. Um, what the Liz Franck injury does is it, it, it makes the foot kind of uh, less stable because you, you sprain it up here and, you know, it, it, it kind of alters a lot of what's going on with your foot, your explosion, um, the ability to, to keep it, you know, arched and all that stuff. So the Liz Franck injury is a big deal. But there are degrees and grades to it. And it sounds like his was the most minor. And it sounds like it's in the past. So if anything, this is what I would say. And there's a lot of people coming in saying, wow, no. <laughs> Rewatch the show. Because I'm not worried, Corey. I'm not worried, Kyle. I don't think it's it's in the past. So that's the whole point of me coming on here is... Sometimes there's breaking news that I need to shoot down or, or rectify or um, uh, elaborate and let you know that it's okay and that the news seems embellished or overblown or in the past or people are going to freak out or warn you. And I'm here to tell you that this sounds like it was the most minor degree of a Liz Franck if it was even a Liz Franck. You know, so I think my point in coming in here isn't to say, hey, Avoid him or, hey, be worried or, hey, drop him. He's already dropped too far in fantasy football drafts. Najee Harris shouldn't be sitting there at 8, 9, 10 overall. I mean, this guy should be, frankly, a top 5 overall pick. And the fact that you might now be able to steal him at 11, 12, maybe even 13 or 14 just means that, <laughs> that, that like... This is a blessing in a way. It's a blessing in a way because he's going to be an absolute steal and monster. And, and, and every bit of risk that might, 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 I say might be present, will now be baked in even further into 11, 12, 13. I, it, I want to know if any of you get Najee Harris at 13 or 14 anywhere in round two because of this news. Uh, I, I'm going to be I'm going to be looking for it. I hope some of you can take advantage. My, my final advice on Najee, Coming off this news is don't be, don't be scared, don't be detoured away. He wouldn't have been on the field to, tonight if he if he was even remotely at risk of of having this thing blow up into something bigger. He's knocking off the rust. That's all there is to it. Super chat from Devin who dropped a a five dollar holler. 
Appreciate you, Devin. Devin says, hey, Smitty, thoughts on this trade? Murray Waddle for Hertz in London. I have a deep ben- a deep, uh, deep wide receiver bench and Smith to pair with Hertz. I have Chase, um, Devontae, and Swift as well. I'm assuming this is going to be a redraft because he didn't say Dynasty. But let me attack both of it for you. Uh, Murray Waddle for Hertz London. I mean... If it's dynasty, I'm going to say there's an argument to be made here. If it's if it's redraft, I mean I love Hurts more than Kyler, but they're close enough that you got to give me Waddle and redraft. Give me Waddle. I don't think uh, I don't think Waddle and London are close in redraft. So that's that's where I. But in dynasty, I, I could be okay with it. In dynasty, I probably have the Hurts side. So different different answer for different uh, different league styles. Um. Swift, Javante Williams, Najee Harris at 12-13. Give me, give me, uh, give me Najee and, they're they're all neck and neck, bro. Give me Najee. I still like Najee. This, like, this should give you comfort. I'm still going to answer Najee. He shouldn't be falling to that, that 12, 13, 11, 10 range. He shouldn't be. Give me Najee and Javante. And, and that's my final answer. I'm all about Javante and Najee. I'm all about Swift and Najee. I'm all about Swift and Javante. Absolutely love the combination. Any two of those those three running backs. And then come in and round uh, three and four and grab DK and Waddle and, and, and McLaurin and, and guys like that. And just stack my wide receivers with a wide receiver room that shouldn't be there in a team that's built off of two stud top five potential running backs. So I love that. Smitty's mom sounds like Mr. Rogers train conductor puppet friend. Um maybe, maybe Ortiz. We'll uh maybe we'll call her someday. And I'll tell her you said that, Mike. I'll tell her you said that, Mike. We'll see what she call we'll see what kind of name she calls you. Mike. <laughs> uh inefficient and won't have ten dump offs a game. Noodle arm big Ben. I'll pass, says Michael. You know, Najee's not for everybody. And I, I I honestly think you're getting all the risk you're worried about baked in at his current ADP, which sounds very, very south of, of eight overall. Like Najee on the average will be at number eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eight, one. I don't think he'll be top eight. I think this news, people are going to be so freaked out about the Liz Franck injury, even though it sounds like it's 100% in the past, in the rear view, and they wouldn't have put him on the field. If they were worried about it at all. And, and who knows if it was even really. You know. I'm sh- I'm sure they didn't come to a Liz Franck diagnosis. You know. Making it up or anything. But I just feel like. I, I Maybe it was, a, it was a touch in the ballpark of like. You know. This feels like a Liz Franck. Let's watch it. Let's. You know. And then that's what it turned into. Because. I, I don't know how he was training the way he was training. There was video footage of him cutting left and right. Looking like a monster. In some training videos and such, and then and then you got him playing preseason football. Like, where did this even happen? You know, and the fact that it's in the past, I'm not worried about it. I don't think he would have played had he had anything that was going to be lingering or or get worse. Should I go wide receiver or running back heavy in a balanced auction? Um, in an auction's different than a, in a in a you know in a snake draft. You can build balance so I, I this is a different question if this was a snake draft yeah i would say go best player available there's no plan of attack you go with the flow but i would say zinski 
you are correct in assuming that you can go a little more balanced. Yeah, um, I, I I love Javante and I love Swift still. I think it puts you in a position where you can still get the the tripod plus Swift, so you can you can roll with the tripod, which is as you know this group right here. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. And so you've got Burrow, you've got Chase, you've got you know you know you you can you can do all kinds of things like that with with the with a balanced attack. You can go Swift, Javante, Burrow, and Jamar Chase. You can technically speaking get that that quad, and, and that quad pod's fine by me. You give me some. guys, I think I could field a team that could win a league. But that's me. That's me. I like that because in auction, there's always value at $2 and $3. You know, even at $1, sometimes it depends on the auction. But sometimes guys go for $1 and $2, it should be $7. So I tend to to like those, those approaches a little more than underspending. I'd rather overspend a little bit than underspend and be like, I have $25 left. And I could have just put that on top of the other $20 and I could have got a Javante Williams, but I didn't go that route. I saved my money. I penny pinched and now look at me. So, yeah. Good questions though. My boy Raj, Raj in the building. What's up, my man? Talking about Najee's foot injury, Raj. Breaking news, but uh, it sounds like it's in the past. So that's good news. Should I go wide receiver? Okay, so Zinski, I answered that question and you're good to go. Raj, if you want to call in, um, the phone line's open. Uh, you can do that too. Six zero two. Here's the phone line, Raji. If you if you want to call, nope. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. To the moon. To the moon. Um, Najee Harris. Don't fret. Don't fret at all. He's fine. He's fine. This is from from Cody. Cody says, uh, just got done with my draft at Superflex. Got Herbert and Burrow, then Javante Etienne. Um, what's a lamb? I was like, I am <laughs> lamb. Okay, Javante. Wow, that's a good team. Herbert, Burrow, Javante Etienne, Lamb, Pittman, Ertz, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Superflex. What is that? Eight-man league, Cody? It's fantastic, man. No way that's a... Uh... Najee in a bad situation. I mean, you're talking about his offensive line quarterback play. It's it's not the end of the world. I, I, I do believe like there's some concern there. But again, I would say that because you've got all this risk baked in, that if he was going three or four or five overall, which technically speaking, that's where his ADP would live if there was no concerns whatsoever and he was in a better offense and there was no there there was, there was no offensive line issues. So it's just kind of like the DK argument. DK in round five is very arguably good. It's baked in. It's got all the risk baked in. And yet people will come out and say things like, oh, DK, he doesn't have a quarterback. Like that's, that's an irrelevant conversation. You're having a, an irrelevant conversation with me. And it's boring. I don't want to talk about DK's quarterback situation when you're getting him in round five. It's boring. It's boring. It's, it's not relevant. Completely baked in. Um, it's like getting the cashmere sweater from Seinfeld with the red dot on it. Getting it 20% off. Or no, getting it for, for 10%. You're, you're getting it 90% off. Cashmere sweater. One little red dot on it. You get it for 90% off. Then you go home and you talk about the red dot. 
This, this cashmere sweater is good, but it's got a red dot on it. I don't know if it was worth it. It's got a red dot. You got it 90% off. You're getting DK Metcalf like 60% off. And you're still talking, about, not, not you specifically, but, but whoever's, you know, Bob out there. Bob complaining about it. And you're talking about his quarterback play. You know, DK, it's all baked in. It's all baked in. 100% baked in. It's why we've got it. Where, where's, where's the baked in sound? Damon, Damon with the super. Damon says JJ and Stafford or Adams and uh, Lamar Jackson. Give me Adams and Lamar Jackson. Ah, no, give me Stafford and JJ. Give me Stafford and JJ. I just worry about Lamar, and Stafford's close enough to Lamar. Honestly, give me give me JJ. Now we're worried about Stafford's elbow too. In fairness, but I think that's a little overblown. I think it's a little bit overblown. I, maybe it isn't. Maybe it'll end up being something. But but it, when, when Stafford was at his worst, when people are like, oh my God, Stafford, you know, he's going to have to sit out. Literally the day before, he threw some amazing dime dropped, uh, uh, raindrop to Cooper Cup in, in the end zone on a, on a scrimmage touchdown or a practice touchdown. It was like, there's the throw was unbelievable. And it's like, come on. That was the day before this whole panic started, you know, ensuing. So... I'm not too worried about Stafford. Maybe the Rams are happy everybody's blowing this out of proportion. If I was the coach and in opposing uh, defenses thought, oh my God, this guy's going to be hampered all year, I wouldn't correct the the record. I'd be like, he's fine, Just whatever. <laughs> let, every, let everybody think he's not going to be able to throw the football. Give me JJ and Stafford. I think JJ outscores Adams a little more than... Then L, L, then Lamar will outscore St- Stafford, and I think Lamar could get hurt, so that's another reason why I'm saying that. But it's a great question. It's a great question. Uh, Raj, thank you. You're a legend, pal. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Look, we're a news show, Raj. We're a news show, and it's my obligation, whether it's news I need to shoot down or news I need to back and back up and support or whatever. I go live. Whenever news breaks, and that's just the way it goes. Plain and simple. Appreciate you, Steven. Swift over Najee? You know, at this point, it, w- it wouldn't... Look, Swift's a top 7 or 8 overall player. Najee's going around 7 or 8, so I'm okay with that. If you want to go Swift over Najee, I'm fine with that. There's nothing crazy about that at all. I contemplated it anyway, when people would say, Hey, who do you like at 8? I go Najee, but I could easily, easily, if you factor in the little bit of risk that may be here, you know, there is a tiny bit of risk that maybe the foot injury ends up coming back and, and bothering him and they they miscalculate it or they say, hey, he looks fine. Yeah, he is fine. Then he goes out there and plays a full game, starts feeling some soreness, and then boom, all of a sudden we're worried now. And, you know, that that's a concern. Raj, you can call in and talk about Liz Franck injuries if you want. In your experience with with you know how how confident if they if he's playing on the field it sounds like it's not an issue like they wouldn't send him out there if he was, if he had any kind of Liz Franck injury still you know in the picture but I mean coaches do all kinds of things so who the heck knows Swift or Javante give, give me Javante when push comes to shove but if you're if you're in like pick ten you're more likely to get Javante in round two. So as I tell people, go swift, and then you'll probably get both of them. And I love taking both of them. 
But if like push comes to shove, and let's say I already own Jamar Chase in round one, and I'm I'm sitting there pick 14 overall, and somehow Swift falls, I'm probably taking Javante. So push comes to shove, I like Javante, but that that order can matter, GR, because it can it can allow you to get both of them. Um, Lewis says 12, 12 league half PPR just got done. Schultz, Najee, Javante, Etienne, Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore, Trey, Lance, Kirk. Did I do good? Lance, Kirk. I don't know what the last part is, but you already have Lance and Kirk. Um, maybe just pasted that in again or something. I, uh, let's see here. Schultz at tight end, Najee and Javante, fantastic running backs. ETN, good gracious man. I mean, I wouldn't mind you trying to get a, a better wide receiver one, but at what expense are you going to get rid of one of those monster running backs that you got? I like it, but but you could try and potentially trade Cooks. I don't know. I try and trade Cooks into DK somehow. If I'm gonna, if I'm being honest, I, I would try and do that somehow. Maybe you got to do that later in the year. Your trade might come, Lewis, when players start slumping in weeks one, two, three, four. There's always five to ten elite players that don't do anything for multiple weeks in the in a row, starting in week one, and people start selling the, those players on the cheap. And Lewis, that might be where you make your move. Not every move has to be made before week one. A lot of people think I got to make this one trade before week one starts. Not necessarily the case. So, Lewis, that's what I'd probably do if I was you. Is you wait. Brian. Brian says. My team good. Herbert, JJ, Jamar Chase, Lamb, Javante, Etienne, Hall, Schultz, two two team league. (laughs) That's how everybody's rosters are. It's like, you know, is my team good? And they have like, it's like they picked it at a bar on a check sheet where you can check anybody. Uh, everyone's doing good. You guys are crushing it. I mean, you guys are using a lot of the same players. We've been sniping from each other all off season long. So all these teams are looking great. What are you, what are you do? What do you do? I think is what you mean, mean to say, what do you do if your league mates, your league mats running back heavy in the first rock out? Sometimes your phone just obliterates your, <laughs> your messages, bro. What are your, what do you do if your league mates, can somebody translate this for me? What are you doing if your league mates are running back heavy in the first round? I'd probably say it's good to go early swift or if you're at 11 and you're afraid that 12-13 guy is going to take Javante. I'm not afraid to take Javante there. But I don't, I don't prescribe or suggest anybody use an approach where you're taking Javante at 4 or 5 because you want him. ADP dictates you can get him a lot later. Okay? So take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Don't don't take him early. But but rock out, would I take Swift under those conditions? Sure. Would I take Swift at, at 8 or 7? I probably would without much of a, a, a concern. Do I love when I get Swift as my second player? Like at 14-15? It's like Christmas. Swift in round 2 is... Like getting an extra first rounder, so but 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 I'll take Swift in at eight, nine, ten, eleven if I'm in a situation rock out where you're afraid running backs are going to get scooped up. Um, Jefferson Chase or Eckler with the two pick, you can't go wrong with any of the three, man. 
to be honest. It kind of comes down, Trinidad, to who you can get away with, bro. Can you get can you get a running back like Javante in round two? Or are you going to be stuck with going Barkley, which you may like? I don't like. I don't want Barkley. Barkley as my second drafted player. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't want Fournette as my second drafted player. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't want Zeke Elliott as my number one running back. However, I am not somebody that drafts a position. I draft a player. So would I take Jefferson or Chase over Eckler? Pro- probably, but if you if you knew for certain that you wouldn't have a running back you liked, but you could get a Debo or you could get a Tyreek Hill, and I felt like that was more likely, Jefferson, Chase, and Eckler are so close and even you can, you know, give give the road to the position when they're all all things are equal, and I think these three are. So you can't really go wrong. Um, kind of use your gut instinct as to what's going to be the best available player in round two, because I don't want you taking a position in round two. I want you taking the best available player. Sometimes I've miscalculated taking Jamar Chase or, or Je- Justin Jefferson, and I didn't like the running backs at all, and I went Tyreek Hill, and I was happy with it. I went ETN in round two or round three. Um, it is what it is. You know, what would I actually take would I actually take uh Jefferson, Hill, and AJ Brown and then start building my running backs? Like what if you could get ETN in the fourth round? So, you know, for sh- for sure I take the best player available all the time. You forgot my five dollar super chat. Okay, let me look for it, pal. I, I did see one from you. Last question, no problem. Ask away, bro. Post-trade grade, my team, Stafford, Kamara, Barkley, JJ, DK, Kelsey, Pierce, Colts, Tucker, Bench. By the way, broski, thank you for dropping another $5 hauler. That gives you a standing ovation. Appreciate you, kind sir, good man. Um, let's, let's pull this on screen here. What is this again? Rate my team. Camara, Stafford, Barkley, JJ, DK, Kelsey, Pierce, Colts, Tucker, Hopkins, B Rob. Sorry about B Rob. That was a good value player that's now gone. Um, or maybe not. You know, there's word that he could be okay. We don't have concrete anything right now. Some people are saying he might be okay. What if it was flesh wounds? You know, we don't we don't really know yet. So B Rob could be could be back on the field in week one or two, or he could never play. Week week uh, weeks one through seventeen. We don't know. We're hearing conflicting reports, so I don't even feel like you know speculating on it right now. The latest thing was from Ron Rivera, which said I just got done visiting with with Brian. He is in good spirits and 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 wanted me to thank everyone for their kind words, prayers, and support. He wants his teammates to know he appreciates them all reaching out, and he loves them all. And we'll be back soon doing what he he does best. I, the good news is I don't think they would say that if he was like shot in the kneecap or something, you know, so like that's that's great news. Um, we'll see if there's like what kind of bone damage or tissue damage or maybe it's been reported kind of weird and, and it's not going to be even what we thought it would be. It could be a completely different story in terms of how he got injured or where, you know what I mean? Could have got shot in the glute, you know, makes sense. You turn around when someone's maybe in that situation to try and get away. Get shot in the glute. You know, you could be back. Raj, what's the 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 uh, e, the ETA on a return on the on a glute shot? Can we get Raj in here? How's that tissue heal when you get shot in the gluteus maximus? Is it something that like you know repairs quickly? Raj, maybe call in and 
<laughs> Give us an update on that. Uh, this team right here, Damon, I'm going to say uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Camara second round. And was it second round or first round that you took Camara? Because I'm not a fan of him in the second round. I'm, I'm a fan of Camara in the third round in some situations. And I just did a draft in Miss Mitty's work league where I took Camara in round three because I, I had to have her purposely snipe me because I'm helping her and she's drafting right in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead and take uh <laughs> go go ahead and take ETN, Miss Mitty. <laughs> Just go ahead. He's the best player available. And so she you know, she's drafting ahead of me and I'm just like sniping myself, trying to make sure she's taken care of. I took Kamara in the third round and I felt I felt good about it because it was the third round. But I don't like him in the first round. I don't really like him in the second unless it's late second. But uh Barkley, I also am a little bit worried about as a second round pick, I don't know if you looks like you may have got him in the third because you have Kelsey. It's a good squad. I mean, if Barkley and Kamara deliver, you are a championship contending team without question, without hesitation. Oh, you got JJ. Yeah. So JJ in round one, Kamara round two, Barkley round three, Kelsey round four, or Barkley. How how'd this even work? Ten man league standard. Even in a ten man league, I'm confused how you got Kelsey and Barkley. Yeah, bro, I would say, I didn't even see JJ there. That's got to be a top three team, Damon. Damon, you got to have a top three team, broski. I didn't see JJ there for some reason when I glossed over it the first time. JJ, DK, Kelsey, Pierce, Kamara, Barkley, Stafford. A A minus at 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 the very least. A minus, bro. Love that team. Love that team. Nice job. Smitty approved. Let's let's approve that. You've just been Smitty approved. Okay. Um, appreciate your kind words, super chats, and everything. Thank you so much. Feel free to, to continue those if you choose. Your boy Smitty won't mind. And uh, let's get over, get on to some of these other pieces of news. So, as you know, Brian Robinson, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, Brian Robinson was shot multiple times in an apparent carjacking attempt. As reported, the injuries are considered non-life-threatening. And then I just read to you uh, the the report by uh, Ron Rivera, which is a tweet. Ron Rivera has said that he's got done visiting with Brian Robinson. He's in good spirits and wanted to thank everyone for their kind words and prayers. And and the most important part is at the end where he says, and we'll be back soon. He wanted everybody to know he'll be back soon doing what he loves to do best. So to me, that feels like they they wouldn't say that, I don't think. Maybe they would, who knows. If if he wasn't out of the woods in terms of one of these like career ending type type of injuries or or, you know, like let's say something hit the kneecap or or, you know, shot into the foot and it's like gonna need plates and things to to repair it where are you taking Cortland Sutton Judy and Mike Williams rock out wants to know rock out appreciate your super chat good buddy kind sir I'm gonna say I'm taking Cortland Sutton in like the six seven and I and I don't even find that I'd take him in six when he's there I'm just telling you like where it's comfortable I suppose and Judy same thing uh give me St. Brown over both of them all day long Mike Williams is a he was such an amazing fifth-round pick. Why, why did we have to ruin the ADP? 
I, I feel like now he's a sometimes third rounder, and I that's too rich. There's too many other players to take in the third round. But like fourth rounder, he's still very, 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 very likable to draft in the fourth round. But if you get him in round five, if you're playing with a you know eleven other grandmas and he falls to round five, that's a home run. That's a home run. Uh, as far as uh, yeah, Sutton and Judy a little bit later. I'm taking St. Brown. I'm taking Mike Williams both over Sutton and Judy. But part of that's because of the ambiguity behind both the the wide receivers and who's going to be the starter in Denver, who's going to be the the main number one target for Russell Wilson in Denver. Because we don't know, it kind of dilutes both their values. If one of them is solidified as the top dog and gets ultra-targeted by Russell Wilson and he laser locks onto them, then that player could climb above Mike Williams. But for now, I like Mike Williams more. Uh, but it's a great question and, and a tough one to answer, to be honest. Javier says, Sky, Rashad, Palmer, Wandell, or Pacheco drop one for a defense. Um, Wandale, I'm not. Look, Giants are, are a bad team. So Wandale coming out and exploding, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to drop Wandale and not even blink. Doesn't mean he's not good in Dynasty, but just not my not my cup of tea, bro. Uh, Joey, the man, the myth, the legend. Joey with the five dollar holler. The Joe man. The Joe man dropping a, a five dollar holler. Rate my team: Joey B, Joseph Burrow, Eckler, Javante, Lamb, AJ Brown, Waller, Brees, Hall. How could you improve? I, there's not much you can do. Number one, all your guys are on the come up. So how are you gonna how are you gonna trade them? You know what I mean? They gotta wait for AJ Brown to gain his value because he's undervalued. But it, it, he's amazing. I love him as a third round pick. Lamb's a, a 12, 13 turn guy. You know, 14 overall, 12, 13, 14. Javante's a 12, 13, 14 overall guy. And Eckler's a, a top, like, arguably two to eight guy. You could take him at two. You could take him at seven. You could take him at five. Um, you got a bunch of monsters, bro. And Brees Hall waiting in the wings. I don't know that you can really do anything. I don't know that you need to do anything. Um, you've got my boy Javante. You got Joey B. The only guy you don't have is Jamar Chase from the from the tripod. But you don't really need Jamar Chase. You've diversified very, very well. And Lamb and A.J. Brown are a fantastic, you know, wide receiver one and two. Eckler, I mean, what can you do? There's not much you can do here, bro. There's not much you can do. The only thing I would have said is, where's Damian Pierce? Did you draft Damian Pierce? But uh, past that, I mean, you got every sleeper you can you can want with that build, bro. That's fantastic. Congratulations. That's totally Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. Monster team, bro. Um, traded my Adams and Lamar for Stafford and JJ. Yeah, I mean, bro, totally arguable. Adams and Lamar is fantastic. Stafford and JJ is fan- It's kind of like even Steven, you know, type of thing. But but I, I would lean in the direction of, of JJ. And that's that's what you did. So, awesome. Uh, foot injury. Watch from the beginning, Cheddar. We have, we've already covered this in like 20 straight minutes. Um, seems like a non-issue at this point. He had. He had a foot injury. Um had as the key word and came out and played and, and said he was kind of shaking off rust from a previous injury, but an injury we didn't know he had. 
So it's a little alarming we didn't know he had a Liz Franc, but it sounds like it was to the one degree level, not, you know, severe grade three or something. So not a big deal. Can you do a Q&A at Sun Devil Stadium? Most certainly could rock out. Most certainly can. I'll make sure I make that work. Next time I'm at ASU running at night, I will do a Q&A for you, rock out. Just for you. Hard to rate some of these teams um, with all the chats going through, which is why the Super Chats make it easier to do that. If you want me to rate a full team, I'll try and do some of these. Brady, Henry, Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, Amon Ross St. Brown, Schultz, Zeke, Elijah Moore, um, Brady, Henry, Aaron Jones, Mike Williams. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, you need Henry to stay healthy. You need Aaron Jones to ball out. You need Brady to stay healthy. There's a couple couple of those, you know, guys that, that may and probably have one year left, but, you know, you got to worry about it a little bit. So, Henry, I worry a little bit about it. Brady, I worry a little bit about it. And Aaron Jones, I kind of worry. Mike Evans, I kind of worry. It's kind of like the all, it's almost like the all final go last hurrah team. <laughs> and they all could come together and do it for you. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying there is a lot of those guys, Henry, Brady, Aaron Jones, Mike Williams, they're they're potentially at that peak. And do they go down a little or do they go one more year before they go down? You know, it's just a it's just ironic they're all on the same team. Uh, Joey says, how well do you expect Breeze to do? Um, I mean, I made it pretty clear. Nothing's changed. I know people want things to change and people say, okay, now are we worried? Nothing, 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 zero has changed. Not one single thing has changed. The guy played mediocre in the preseason. Who cares? You know, sometimes when a player plays well in the preseason, we celebrate it and we go, see, told you now he looks good. And then when they do bad, we don't. But the truth is the preseason should only amplify things you already feel and you shouldn't draw new conclusions based on the preseason. Preseason is like the combine. You shouldn't come out of the combine going, oh my God, this guy is so fast. I didn't really know about him. Now I think he's going to be an elite player at the NFL level. If you didn't feel that walking into the combine, you could get tricked by the combine. If you walk into the preseason and you start liking a player in the preseason, it can burn you. Or if you stop stop liking a player you love because of preseason, it can burn you. But when you walk into the preseason and use it as a an accoutrement, an accessory, uh, an additive, if you will, and you say, hey, this is a, a process of supporting my theory and my thinking, and you watch a guy like, like Damian uh, Pierce go out and dominate when you already thought that was probably going to happen, it's, a, it's an additive. It's a support for what your theory already was. It just backs you up. That's what you got to do. So... Um, I mean, I, Hall's, a, Hall's a monster. He's a 4-3-9 absolute monster, you know, and he's going to ball out. And I absolutely can't wait for, for people to uh, continue to, to blast him with hate and doubt. And we'll see what's what when, when all is said and done. Um, Trying to find some more questions here. Paul with another super chat. Paul, appreciate you. Paul says, Pierce against the Colts or Brees against the Ravens. You got to go Pierce right now. And that's not me saying I don't like my my Hall belief or all the things I've said about Hall. Nothing has changed for Brees Hall. He's ne- He was never going to get all the work in week one, nor do we really want it. Like, 
as, as excited as I am that Damian Pierce is going to get fed full workloads walking into week, you know, one, he could hit a rookie wall a lot quicker than, let's say, Brees Hall if he's unleashed slowly. And week five is when Brees Hall is getting those 18 carry and 22 carry games. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Najee, yes, Jalen Warren is the cuff to Najee. I think if we take anything away from tonight is that you need to make sure you cuff Jalen Warren to Najee Harris. You know, that that's the one thing I would say, GR. The one takeaway that we need to make sure we're we're aware of coming out. Jalen Warren is the handcuff. So, uh, give me Pierce on this question. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Joey, how well... Oh, I already did that one. This one's from Tony Turley. Tony Turley with the $10 holler. Tony, feel free to call in if you want to discuss anything. Phone line is open. It is as far. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Down 602 NFL. Dial in, Tony, if you want. Uh, Tony says, Smitty, in Dynasty only, is it time to start selling Mike Evans? Great question. I would say for sure you want to start exploring that, Tony. You want to start exploring the trading of Cheddar with a $10. Your next Cheddar. You want to start looking at Mike Evans as a sell high for sure. Because if he comes out, if he comes out and has a, mediocre season and plays majority of it or comes out and gets banged up, you're not going to be able to get anything for him the next season walking out. You're going to get right now in Dynasty, you probably have a little bit of a tough time trading him for a DK Metcalf, a McLaurin, uh, a Waddle. You probably can't even get that, but you can get crafty, Tony, and trade him with an additional piece to get that player. So you may not get ETN with Mike Williams right now, but you can add somebody pretty decent, like a Chase Edmonds or something, and get an ETN or get a player at that level, you won't be able to do that even with the additive player, the adding the player in. You won't be able to do that a year from now if he has a bad year of tanks. Now, if he goes and balls out, you may have one more similar year of trade value walking into the next, the next year. But this is a guy that struggled to, even though he's played a lot hurt, he has struggled to stay healthy. He's always kind of banged up and he plays through it, but... It's something to be concerned about. Um, good question, though, and I definitely shop them in Dynasty. No, no doubt about it. Uh, Blackbeard, before I answer this Cheddar's question, Blackbeard says, "Would you trade Najee for Mixon because of this news?" But that's what my whole point of the live stream is, and you may have not seen it yet. You may have just come in, Blackbeard, but people are going to take this the wrong way. Najee's playing. It's something that appears to be in the past, and no, it doesn't sway me. It, it more so makes me feel like he's a steal at 11, 12, 13. Like, Mixon's a 12, uh, 13, 14, 15, 16 overall player to me. He's not a first-rounder. Um, Najee is still a first-rounder. Doesn't mean Mixon's bad. Doesn't mean I hate Mixon this year. Doesn't mean I'm avoiding Mixon this year. But I do feel, Blackbeard, that he is still a second-round player a second drafted player, even if it's a, a high end, you know, one of your first second drafted players taken, he's still a second drafted player. Najee's not a second rounder. Najee played. Najee's fine. Um, this they, they wouldn't put him on the field if the Liz Franck wasn't in the past. The only concern is could it potentially pop back up? M- maybe, maybe, 
We don't we don't know. I don't I don't think so. There's no reason for me to believe it would. Um, if anything, the odds of Najee having an injury or that, that takes him out are the same as Mixon. Mixon's got a lot of mileage, um, and he has played hurt and been hurt a lot, but played hurt uh, his whole career. And he's had a boatload of eight man fronts he's he's faced for a half a decade. So Mixon's a uh, an injury concern to a degree, just like any running back is. But I don't feel like Najee's. I feel like people are going to overreact on that, and people will do what you're saying. They'll want to trade him out. And now is a good time to buy low. I guess maybe the, the point of this show is to go buy. Go trade for him. Go make offers for Najee Harris because apparently you can get him for maybe a second, the top of the second round type of value, which is fantastic news. Punch that thumb up button if you haven't already. Support your boy Smitty. Thank you, Blackbeard. And thank you for the question. It's a good question. I didn't pull it up to say that you should be thinking different or, how, you know, what do you talk? It was good. Other people are thinking of Blackbeard, so I'm glad you asked the question. Cheddar with this $10 hauler. 10-man league, Herbert, Najee, Barkley, Javante, Deontay, Metcalf, Cooper, Elijah Moore, and Hopkins. On your bench, Gibby. Gibby's fantastic right now. Prayers up for Brian Robinson, but Gibby has gotten his job back, essentially. And Gibby's very talented. He was, he for, a, for like a half a week, he fell into the super handcuff role. He was a super handcuff. He was the handcuff and backup to Brian Robinson. He was a super handcuff because he was one of the most attractive backups in the entire National Football League from a fantasy football perspective. And if you drafted Gibby, now you've got a starter and you got him at handcuff value. Um the the this team, yeah, I mean, come on, like like this is crazy. This is crazy. Najee, Barkley, Javante, um, Deontay, Metcalf. And Herbert, it's you shouldn't have that team. You shouldn't have that team. I feel like you you really rolled some people. And, and and I don't know if Uncle Buck didn't know fantasy and you lured him in. This is like one of those leagues, Cheddar, and I mean this in the best way because you crush it. If if, if if these people aren't like this in your league, then you even have more of a reason to be ear-to-ear grin right now. But it's like it's one of those things where you called up Uncle Bud and you say, Uncle Bud... We need an extra for the league. Uh, can you get uh, Can you get Aunt Susan to 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 jump in? Okay, she's on the pot. Okay, yeah, just tell her we'll send her a link. Okay, thank you, Uncle Bud. We'll see you. Okay, we got Susan. Does she know how to play fantasy? No, she doesn't know how to play fantasy at all. That's okay. We'll just take her money. That's the kind of league this has got to be, Cheddar. I just don't see any other explanation for it. Um. But absolutely worked over Uncle Bud and Aunt Susan and everybody else involved. Completely smashed your league mates. Unbelievable. 10 team, non-PPR. Uh, Hertz, Lance. Is this Superflex? Hertz, Lance, AK-41, Saquon. A lot of people owning AK-41, Alvin Kamara, and Saquon together. This is that underdog syndrome. Where you you want to draft the guy people are doubting, you know it feels like it feels like a lot. Kamara and Saquon. It's almost like Acres should be on this team too. Is Acres on here? I just feel like this is these two get drafted together so frequently. I'm surprised Watson's not on here, and I mean Hertz is doubted too. I'm not, not saying it's bad, Caesar. I'm just saying that they're typically grouped together. But I mean, if Saquon and if 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 Kamara plays all 17 games, bro. And Barkley bounces back. 
it's going to be pretty hard for you not to be at least one, two, or three in your league. Because you've got Kyle Pitts, bro. You've got arguably a one or two tight end overall. You've got arguably a one or two overall wide receiver. You've got arguably a top five fantasy football quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And if AK brings his, his A game and plays 17 games, you have a top five to 10 running back there, which I have concerns about that, but I understand the upside. And if Barkley brings even close to top 10 running, how's anybody going to beat you? Not to mention you have my boy Damian Pierce. Um, Caesar, you did great. You did fantastic. I'm not just saying that because these guys super chatted. Like, I mean, there's a reason some of the people super chatting have amazing teams is they're break, they're raking in the cash with their amazing teams year in and year out. And so they've got a little extra quiche and they're just throwing it my way because they've been balling, bro. Zach Hickerson, thoughts, 1QB, 0.5 PPR. Lance, Javante, Barkley. Um, Pierce, Gainwell, Henderson, Pacheco, Chase, Waddle. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Ayuk, Olave, Pickens, and Pitts. Pit, it's like, bro, I almost didn't even see Pitts. Pit, when, when I see, when I'm reading a team and I'm like, okay, pretty good. And then Pitts is always at the end, right? He's a tight end, so he's the last na- player named. And I'm like, as soon as I'm like, okay, good, good, good. And then Pitts is at the end. It's like a scale goes like this. It's like really heavy, you know, where it's, it, and then all of a sudden it's like, and it just balances out the whole entire squad for me. It's like Pitts is, God, Chase, Pitts, Lance, Javante Barkley, love it. Very balanced, just a totally balanced scale. Um, and then and then Pierce. I you guys keep drafting my boy Pierce. I feel like we've done so good. I feel like a proud papa right now with every one of you chiming in, rolling in with your teams, and you all have Damian Pierce, like your papa said to go go get him. Go get him and bring him home. Go get Papa Pierce or <laughs> Papa Pierce. Pop, papa Smitty said go get Sonny Boy Pierce and bring him home. Bring him home where he belongs. Okay? And let's 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 ride. Let's ride. This is gonna be a season to remember with Damian Pierce getting pierced. And 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 let's do it. Let's do it live. That's that's what Papa Papa Smitty said to go get Damian. You guys are all coming back like like I asked. Pierce has been on almost every one of these super chatted rosters that I've seen. It's absolutely crazy. You guys have done a fantastic job. Pierce is the the key. The, the league winner, the hidden gem league winner sitting here. This is a maybe a top 12 running back. Maybe a top 8 to 12 running back. Like, phenomenal job. I feel like I'm so proud of our community dominating all these, 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 this Pierce drafting, man. Um, Wildcard wants to know, if I missed a super chat, let me know. I think I got everybody so far. Uh, completely disregarding draft position, who should I have as a keeper, J.K. Dobbins or Etienne? Uh, Wildcard, first of all, welcome to my channel, because you obviously this is your first time here. <laughs> I Just stay away from J.K., bro. Run away from J.K. Etienne is a moon man, for goodness sake. I mean, he's a moon man. The moon man, dropping loads in outer space. I mean, you gotta, you gotta ask yourself... Uh, is J.K. Dobbins on this list of moon men? The answer, I'll give you the answer. The answer is no. The answer is no. There's no J.K. Dobbins to be found. He's not in outer space. He's not even in the atmosphere trying to get into outer space. He's not even getting suited up on a shuttle. This guy, ETN, lives on the moon. He eats his meals on the moon. 
This guy's trying to trying to gear up for a Mars mission. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Just trying to get on this this unique shuttle to Mars. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. JK's headed to And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. So there you have that. Appreciate you, Wildcard. Welcome to the channel, my man. Brofist. Okay, uh, 18 PPR, Murray, Swift, Javante, Chase, Mike Williams, Waller, Waddle, benches. I love when I see a bench with Brees Hall. And where's Damian? Do you have Pierce too? You have St. Brown. You have St. Brown, Stevenson. I like it. Yeah, on your bench, St. Brown and Brees Hall. You could definitely make a trade. It's an 18 league. An 18 league. Not 18. 18 league uh so you should have a, a nice little squad here so murray swift javante chase mike williams waller absolutely love it um do i try and get a bigger gun yeah i do because 18 leagues usually have very very plentiful um waiver pools you know so you could technically do a two for one a three for one get rid of uh i mean get rid of a waddle and uh you got Pittman on your you know your bench i mean get rid of get rid of somebody get rid of get rid of waller and Waddle or Waller and Pittman and get one big monster gun. Go get Kyle Pitts using Waller and Pittman or Waller and Waddle. And you might say, oh, Smitty, that's an overpay. Doesn't matter in an 18 league. I bet you Knox is on waivers right now. You got to you gotta take, take in the whole context. Knox is probably on waivers, okay? So you got to look at it like that. Am I getting Knox and and? You know, or whatever. So let's say, let's say you're going after Pitts. Maybe Damian Damian Pierce is on waivers in this league. I bet you he might be. He might be in this eight-man league on waivers or someone like that. You go and get that kind of player and pair him with Pitts and give up the Waddle and Waller or the Pittman and Waller. Uh, you got to do something, bro. You got to do something to upgrade one piece of the lineup because you got too much depth to not play around with that idea. A absolute monster, uh, five-dollar hauler. Tony Turley dropping a $10 holler. Appreciate you, Tony. Tony says, Dynasty 12-team PPR $500 buy-in. Uh, Justin Herbert, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, ETN, Eli Mitchell, Pierce, Jamar Chase, DJ Moore, Sutton, Bateman, Goddard, and Schultz. That's hard to believe in a 12-team, Tony. That's insane. That's amazing. Um, I'd try and upgrade using... Schultz or Goddard, you probably can. I like Goddard a lot. I like Schultz a lot, but you have two, two tight ends: Bateman, DJ Moore, and Goddard, or DJ Moore and Schultz for like a. You know, I wonder if you could even get like a Debo. Wonder if you could get a Tyreek Hill. I'd be looking at that. I'd be looking at that. I'd also be looking at using, maybe a DJ Moore and a Chubb or a DJ Moore and a Dalvin to just go one up level on those guys. That's kind of where I would be. Past that, I mean, you you don't even have to make a trade, Tony. And you don't even have to make a trade right now. You can make a trade in week four, in week three. Your team is built in a way that these guys will gain value. And I'd do a two for one. Like, if you were in a 10 or an 8-man league, you might not get away with that. But in a 12-man league, your depth is, I can guarantee you, not everybody has the depth you have or even the lineup, you know, power that you have because you, you did really well here. I would say you'd easily be able to find a trade partner that would take DJ Moore and 
Chubb for one player, DJ Moore and Dalvin for their one bigger player. You know, whether it's Javante. And if you like, uh, you could, I would keep, I would probably keep Dalvin over Chubb. So if you traded Chubb and a DJ Moore, you could pretty much get, you know, almost anybody but JT, I would imagine. Maybe. So that's crazy, Tony. That's crazy. Absolute madness. <sighs> Tony, 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 Tony. Scaring people left and right. Tony's got everybody petrified in his league. They they don't dare draft the guys Tony wants. Do I give up AJ Brown and Miles Sanders for Debo? AJ Brown and Miles Sanders for Debo. Uh, you know, I I think I, I'm reluctant to do this because it's funny because the the ADP like Debo is a, a top 14 to 15 overall player, top 12 to 15 overall player, right? AJ Brown is a top of the third steal. I love AJ Brown at the top of the third. That's their ADP. How do I really feel about him? I pro I, I probably I probably want to lean Debo, but for some reason I can't do it. For some reason I want to own AJ Brown that bad. I don't know. I don't know. I, I as much as ADP commands that you make this trade. I mean, I don't care about Miles Sanders. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I necessarily do it. I kind of like A.J. Brown that much right now. He's becoming one of my favorite third-round picks. And I love Debo. I probably... I think they're very close. I think you lean in the direction that, that makes you feel the most comfortable. And just don't worry so much about Miles Sanders. But ADP would dictate Debo is the guy to own. But I'm telling you, A.J. Brown is going to have a baller year. And people are going to regret doubting A.J. Brown. Uh, this is a 2QB, not super flex. So this is a mandatory 2QB league. Um, you've got Burrow and Trey. So mandatory 2QB, that's good. JJ Higgins, Javante, Singletary, Kittle, Waddle, Cooks, Pollard. Um, nice. Moves to make. Um, don't trade your quarterbacks. You're good there. JJ Higgins, Javante. Don't trade those guys. Kittle, I, li I like it. I mean... I, I kind of like the idea of going in with Paul. I would have loved if you had Pierce. I like the idea of you going in with Pollard as maybe that secret weapon and just work that waiver wire, WRM. I don't know that I want you trading anybody. I don't think Kittle's going to get you what you deserve, so hold him. I don't think Waddle's going to get you what you want trade-wise if he if he increases in value. I wouldn't, I'd be, I wouldn't be opposed to trading um, like a Gabe Davis and a Waddle or uh, you know trading a Singletary and a Gabe Davis or, you know, even a Pollard to the Zeke owner in Gabe Davis for one upgrade somewhere. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to those things. But Javante's got an increase in value. You can't trade him. Higgins, he's kind of valued pretty high. You I, you potentially could go get, like, a, a different player for Higgins maybe if you wanted to. But I like Higgins. I love the Burrow-Higgins stack. So I don't think I want you. I don't want you trading anything. I just want you taking this team into battle and be the guy that picks up the next Mitchell. The 2020 version of Eli Mitchell. I'm going to help you do it. My waiver wire show is going to help you do it. And if you do it, it's game over, WRM. It's like adding turbo boost to your vehicle when you're neck and neck in a race and you're kind of in the lead. 
there's two or three other cars. You're in the lead. This is like Fast and the Furious. You're in the lead, bro. You're barely in the lead. And you pick up the next Eli Mitchell. It's like NOS being added turbo to your race. And boom, you just take off down down the stretch, WRM. Don't let anybody take them, take that next Eli Mitchell. Not only for your team, but so you don't allow them to get that extra piece to pass you. Okay? Because even if you're in a, a smidge of a lead, if they get the next Eli Mitchell, they pass you. So it's almost defensive as much as it is offense to be the next guy that lands the next Eli Mitchell. Appreciate you. Um, John and Jason with the $5 and $2 haulers. I appreciate you, kind sirs. You guys rock. Uh, John says 14. Man, 14's tough. PPR, Burrow, Winston. I imagine this is a 1QB. Burrow... Uh, Winston, Barkley, Dylan, Sanders, Jefferson, Mike Williams, Sutton, Tolbert, McKenzie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty good. I, 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 I always prefer another player than Barkley myself whenever I see it. And, it, and, and that always kind of holds it back the roster in my mind because I'm critical of Barkley being a second-round talent. But, I mean, quite honestly, um, you have a really good team. It's very well-rounded. I would toy around with trading Barkley and trying to get that uh, that Javante Williams. Like I, I continue to to beat a dead horse on, but that's just where my mind goes. Um, I try and get a Swift. I try and use Barkley. I love the Dylan pick. Dylan's pretty crafty. I'd trade Miles Sanders and Barkley for for Swift in a heartbeat. I would trade potentially Alave or maybe even I'd maybe even Sutton's good. I know a lot of you love Sutton, but I w- I would rather. I'd rather use Sutton to upgrade into DeAndre and get something back, of course, but that's just where my mind goes here. You know, part of me wonders what you could get for Dylan and Sutton. Could you get a could you get a Swift for Dylan and Sutton? Or would you have to give Barkley and like Alave? Barkley and Sutton for Najee or for Swift. Or for Javante is kind of, and I'm not saying don't get more, but that's kind of where I would go. But I love the fact that you got Burrow. I'd love to see you get using Mike Williams and, you know, maybe you get Jamar Chase somehow. Mike Williams and, uh, and that'd be tough. I'd have to see the other team, but that that's a, that's a good squad though. I mean, you did good. 14 team is not easy. It's not easy at all. Thoughts on Godwin, Zeke. Christian Kirk, London, Judy. I think it's a, a handful of players I'm not all that interested in. All you know, except for Judy, I like Judy, but I think Judy's ADP is climbing a little too high. Um, I like him. I like him certainly around like the a little bit past St. Brown. I like St. Brown more than Judy. And in nobody can balk at that. St. Brown had he was number the number two wide receiver in fantasy football from weeks 13 to 18. A big sample of games. And and nobody was better than him than than Cooper Cup in that time frame. And he was a top five wide receiver, I believe, every single one of those weeks, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, it was consistent. That which was the most impressive part about that. So like I, I like I like the rest of these guys, Godwin coming back from an ACL tear, man. An injury prone player who's not quite ready. Zeke Elliott, I mean, I mean, how many how much he has so much mileage, man. He has so much mileage. It's it's through the roof, and, and and then you got uh, and then you got Christian Kirk who I like a little bit, but London rookie 
inconsistent quarterback play, musical chairs at quarterback, not loving his rookie season outlook. Judy, I like a lot, but it depends on the value. Uh, this is a bag of players I'm not super ultra interested in, but maybe Judy at the right price. Zeke, if he was in the fourth or fifth round, but he's going in round three, which is, in my opinion, way, way, way too high. Broski, way, way, way too high. Um, these are good teams. You guys are, you guys have some good squads, man. Very, very good squads. Omar, I'm gonna try and grab a couple of these. Are you cuffing Najee to warn 100%? Then absolutely, absolutely. True, true gentlemen, appreciate you. Let me get to this one real quickly from Omar. Uh, 12 man league, zero grandmas. I'll be the judge of that. 0.5 PPR, three wide receiver, one flex. Burrow, Swift, ETN, Jamar Sutton, Lazard, Schultz, Bench. Uh, very, very good squad. Very good squad. I love the ETN and Swift with Burrow. I love Jamar and Sutton. Your weak link maybe is the Lazard spot, but I mean, you've got Pollard. I don't know if he can be a flex and be in that spot or if that actually needs to be three wide receivers. London's going to be good for you. Look for Dobbs on waivers. Um, look for Nico Collins potentially for the end of your bench. Really, really like it. Uh, True Gentleman says, Gabe, Deontay, Mike Williams, Tony, Ayuk, Julio are my wide receivers. Um, those are pretty pretty weak. Uh, Deontay's struggling with that shoulder potential injury. Mike Williams I like the most. Gabe Davis is pretty sneaky. I mean, Mike Williams and Gabe Davis are both pretty sneaky, um, but they're just not good. You know, those are your elite wide receivers or your top wide receivers. Ayuk is interesting. I mean, Gabe Davis, Mike Williams, and Ayuk... You better have like, you better, this better be an auction and you have JT and Javante and ETN and, and Mahomes, you know what I mean? Or Kyle Pitts and, and Burrow on top of those, like, or I don't understand how we got here, but gentlemen, that's okay. If that's what you're building with, if it's a really imbalanced scale, but you have some monsters, then it's okay. That's okay. $5 hauler from Nick. Appreciate Nick. Nick says, uh, have picked two in a 12-team, P- 0.5 PPR, three flex, six points per TD pass. How should I approach this draft? Should I punt tight end in this format? I would, I mean, I always punt tight end to a degree because I love Goddard. I love the fact that you can get Knox and Goddard later. I love Dalton Schultz. I conducted the train. I felt like nobody was talking about Dalton Schultz the way we were on this channel before he became a sixth and fifth round staple. Now he's in round five or six. So I kind of turned toward Goddard. Now I kind of turned toward Dawson Knox. I love those guys. Um, thank you, Omar. I'm trying to get to everybody's chat too. Uh, Nick, should I drop B Rob for Warren Smitty? Probably if you have Najee, but Rob B Rob could be okay. I'm refreshing. I'm trying to get some concrete news. I've heard people say things like he's going to be okay. They don't know. Nobody knows. We don't know the extent of the injury. They want a privacy, so we don't know what the extent is right now. Um, the fact that he, you know, his his Ron Rivera's um, report was that he'll be back doing what he loves quickly. That could be an overly optimistic statement. Like, you know, his kneecap got, you know, who knows? We don't know. Or it could be flesh wound. It could be flesh wound. Two flesh wounds. It could be a glute shot. You know what I mean? Like, it could be a, a pain tolerance thing if it's in the glute, maybe. So, we'll see, you know. Uh, and that's kind of a hard one to say, like, it got shot in the glute. <laughs> you know, so it might not come out right away, but we don't know. But Jalen Warren, if you have nausea, he's pretty good. Uh, have pick two. How do you approach pick two? 
I go late, I go late tight end, like I said, Goddard, Knox. I usually do that anyway. And your boy Smitty, um, from 2021, or I'm sorry, 2020, 2019, and 2018. Those three years in a row, 2018, 2019, 2020, I average as the number one analyst in the entire fantasy industry over that three-year span in tight end rankings. Um, and it's because of guys like Waller calling Waller, calling TJ Hawkinson. And so I'm I'm all about the Goddard and Knox and Fryermuth approach. Because year in and year out, number one in the industry, according to Fantasy Pros, in those three years average, number one, because I'm not taking Kelsey at 2.2. I'm taking Goddard. I'm taking Dalton Schultz. I'm taking Fryermuth. I'm taking these guys that are Knox that are going to get you those monster production uh, returns on your investment. ROI is amazing on those guys. So that's my approach there. As far as your general approach from the two pick, 0.5 PPR doesn't detour me away from maybe going JJ or Jamar Chase. But I mean, what do you do with that pick? I don't believe in CMC. I don't believe in Henry. And so the two picks hard. I'd trade for the 12 pick straight up. If you could trade entire draft slots, I would do that. I love the 12 pick. You get Swift and and Javante Williams or Devontae Adams and, and, and Swift or Najee could fall there now. And Najee's kind of a guy I like as much as anybody. You know, Eckler would be the safest move. If you can't trade down and you want RB and you're afraid RBs are getting scooped up, honestly, I'd go Eckler before I go CMC or or Christian McCaffrey. And a lot of people call me crazy for not wanting to touch CMC or uh, McCaffrey at that 1.2 draft slot. I just don't want to have any part of that. Doesn't mean I'm going to be right on it. There's a roulette wheel for every single player. And we talk about this all the time. And the roulette wheel is as simple as here's CMC. And he's got a certain number of slots on here. Okay. And the same thing goes for Henry. And there are bus slots all over this roulette wheel for CMC. Of course, there's a couple check marks, okay, and there's a couple mediocre, you know, where he, he plays 14 games and gets you, you know, majority of your value back, but he misses time. So, boom, boom. These are home runs. You spin the roulette wheel, you have a chance that the ball could land in there, but you most certainly could have a chance, more of a chance that it's going to land in one of these spots right here. Everything's a roulette wheel, and you got to look at that. And now Eckler is injury prone a little bit too, sure, but Eckler, I would say that his roulette wheel looks a little bit more like, uh, you know, like this. You know, he's got a couple of those spots, but he's got a lot of, of other check marks. And, you know, he could be flush value, miss, you know, three, four games. But I feel like Eckler's roulette wheel would look more like that than it would look like anything else. So I, I like Eckler there. Uh, CMC and Henry both have that, that crazy looking roulette wheel where the odds of you getting that ball into a check mark spot are just they're not as good as much as they have talent i just don't i just don't like cmc yeah cmc's better in best ball so is henry because you don't get stuck in the middle of a game with them going down and you know all your lineups are set in an optimal fashion by the way you can go on over and play uh, underdog fantasy right now Using promo code Smitty, they'll 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 match up to one hundred dollars on your first deposit. So go play underdog using promo code Smitty. The link is in the description of the video, and I'm going to pin it right now 
so that you all can jump in there. But up to $100 match on your first deposit on Underdog. I'm going to pin the link right now. Also, um, you know, uh, it's it's a good way to safeguard. Look, you don't have much time. You don't have much time to play Underdog Fantasy. Using promo code Smitty, you don't, you don't. I, I know, I know. This is a sponsor of the show, and um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to get people to go over there as much as possible because they're 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 a sponsor of the show. But the bottom line is, I fully 100% support the idea of diversifying your fantasy football outcome and not letting it all fall upon one or two teams where you may have a couple overlap players. And if those overlap players go down, what do you have to watch from week 10 on? If your team goes down, safeguard your fantasy football viewing experience by getting a handful of these best ball drafts. And the the best ball mania uh, three is about to close in the next couple of days is 25 bucks. And you can win $2 million if you win first place, 1 million if you win second. And even from 401 place to 470, they pay $1,000 for every single one of those slots. So if you're 460th place, you get 1000 your 470th place, you get a thousand. <laughs> they, the, the payouts are un- unbelievable. So go play Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Um, this draft, I think I've explained this enough. Eckler from the from the two. If you're worried about running back, is JJ or Jamar Chase the best pick? I think so. I think JJ and Jamar Chase are the best pick. It's 0.5 PPR, not full PPR, but that's still a big di- you know big factor. It's still a big factor. And it's relative, in, in, relatively speaking, because why? Running backs pull in a ton of passes all over the place. Okay, so only Henry and maybe Chubb don't get almost the same kind of uh, adverse effect of a, of a downgraded scoring system in the, from, from PPR to, to 0.5 PPR. Like, relatively speaking, you were getting the same kind of uh, uh, relative drop-off with running backs. You go from PPR to half PPR. Well, now running backs like Eckler and Najee and everybody that catch passes, and that's everybody but two or three or four of the top running backs that catch a lot of passes, they go up a little bit in a in a going from one PPR to half PPR, but not that much. All the running backs and wide receivers, relatively speaking, kind of move together. Non-PPR and PPR, it's 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 not as big of a, th- a thing as people make it out to be anymore. That's why a lot of a lot of these sites do half PPR to, to be in the middle, like the underdog drafts are half PPR. I don't like half PPR, but it meets in the middle because it really isn't that big of a difference these days with the way running backs pull in passes. So I, J- Justin Jefferson could pull in 2K yards and, and 18 touchdowns, bro. That's worth the number two overall pick to me. Question is, can you get Javante around two? Or you force taking a guy that I don't necessarily believe in, like Barkley in round two, then I'm not as high on the on the on the opportunity. But Eckler's great. Eckler and Hill, smash it. You know, I like Eckler, but JJ's the number one or the number two overall player, probably. Or Chase. I love both of them. They're they're pretty even. Rockout says mock Chase Lamb, Allen, Elliott, Mitchell, Schultz. That's the mock you just did. Chase Lamb. Um, Keenan Allen, Elliot Mitchell, Schultz. I'm not a big fan of the Elliot Mitchell. Mitchell's banged up right now. I, I don't mind Mitchell, but I think the Allen part I don't like. I would rather you go ETN. Allen to me is a good third rounder, but not a great third rounder. 
um, a good third rounder. I'm not I'm not against him, not calling him a bust, but I think he's a good third rounder, not worth taking this wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver approach. The only way I'm forcing myself into a corner going wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver is if that wide receiver was A.J. Brown. You took Chase, you took Lamb, you thought you were going to go running back, but but A.J. AJ Brown's sitting there in the third round. That's what would make me go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Keenan Allen's probably not going to make me go down that crazy road, to be honest. Um, missed my super chat. Yeah, I'm going to get it right now. Thank you for the super appreciate you. Thank you for the super appreciate you. Thank you for the super appreciate you. We got some standing ovations to give out from these monster super chats. Uh, I think this is another one that I, that I missed when I was going on a rampage. Uh, and then true gentlemen, I think I got true gentlemen's or no, did I? This is a new one. I think I'm caught up there. Uh, Zeke Christian Kirk. Okay. So this one right here, Gabe, Gabe. Uh, Gabe Davis, Deontay, Mike Williams, Tony. Oh, I think I got that one already. Okay. So this is one right here. $4.99 from Nick. Let's give Nick a standing O. Appreciate you, Nikki. Nikki, boy. Nikki, Nikki says, have two. Pick two. Oh. Uh, yeah, I already did that one. Thanks, Nick. Eckler or one of those wide receivers. I'm not, I'm not going CMC. Four ninety nine from Evan. Evan, appreciate your five dollar holler, my man. Evan says, twelve team, Burrow, JJ, Debo, MT, Dobbs, Palmer, Etienne, Hall, Rashad White, Zamir, Algier, Schultz. League was super running back heavy. Pierce went around four. Wow. Wow. Um, Burrow, Debo, JJ. It's good. I'm not going to lie to you. You need to have one of these bench guys pop, like Algier or Samir White. Um, Rashad White. You need one of these guys to pop and explode. You need ETN to be top five. You need Hall to be a top ten. If this happens, this could happen from your own bench. Your solution can come from your own bench. But I'm just saying, right now, you need to have that happen or this is going to be a tough to win at all. Or you need to be in conjunction with that. You can always do both, right? Be on your toes. Don't let anybody get that next Elijah Mitchell. You need to get the next Elijah Mitchell. You're you're already off to a great start with Rashad White, Zamir White, not having those guys linger on waivers. Um, make sure you have the next Eli Mitchell and you are in it to win it, my man. That's that's all you should be focused on. Make sure you get the next Eli Mitchell. Don't let anybody else get it. I'll help you do that with my weekly waiver wire show, which we should have a refresh tomorrow at some point. A uh, 10-teamer, Josh Allen, J.J. Swifty, Keenan Allen, ETN, Schultz, Brees, C.E.H., Ken Walker, Gabe Davis, Hollywood Brown, Godwin, Pickens, Gallup. Uh, uh, pretty pretty solid team. 10-teamer, Josh Allen, J.J. Swifty. Yeah, I mean, it, it's good. I mean, I love ETN. I love Swift. J.J. and Keenan Allen, Josh Allen, that's really, really good. Um, same thing to you. You you're pretty much in the top four. I don't I don't know that I could say 100 without looking at the teams. You'd be number one. I would say you'd be like in the the one to five, meaning there could be two or three teams based on it being a ten teamer that might have a little bit of a baby edge over you, just a tiny itty bitty edge over you. If I had to guess, using my 20 years of analyst experience and like 30 years of playing this sport, uh, I would say you probably have a couple competitors that have a tiny edge over you. Which means, Ernest, you need to smash the waiver wire, like I just told the other two gentlemen before you, and make sure you get the next Eli Mitchell. You get caught sleeping at the wheel, your your opponent, these other guys that might have teams that are a tiny bit better than you, 
they're going to be the ones to pick up the next Eli Mitchell because you know they're on top of it. Be more on top of it than them. Make sure you smash the waiver wire and make them pay for having the balance you have in the way you have it in the Eli Mitchell of 2022, smashing it for you and putting you over the edge. You need to be on your toes. I'm just being honest with you. Doesn't mean your team's bad. You're in the top five. You know, you just need to get that that extra player. Um, $4.99, $5 hauler from The Real. Appreciate you, Real. Real's got uh, pick one in a 12-teamer, JT. How should I approach the rest of my draft? Thank you. You're the GOAT. No, you're the GOAT, The Real. You're the GOAT. Um, it, It's best player available. I wish it was easier. Uh, I wish I could give you some, <laughs> some other explanation that would satisfy you. But the bottom line... Um, let me see if I got all the super chats on here. I got Rock out with one more. I think I'm caught up. I think I'm caught. If I missed any super chats, please let me know. Ten teamer. I think I'm caught up. I got all these right here. Ollie, appreciate that ten dollar hauler, my man. Ollie with the ten dollar hauler, and then Rock out. Appreciate that super chat. Uh, one pick. I mean, it's best player available. Could Javante fall? 12-man league, probably not, but I've heard about it. I've heard him fall to the the third round in a bunch of grandma leagues. So if your league is even remotely resembling grandma-like, grandma-esque, you may see Javante fall. You may. If not, maybe you get a Chubb. Not super excited about Chubb, uh, but that would be a good pick at the the, the 24. So I don't know, bro. I, I I feel like it can't really give you anything other than I love Hill, I love Debo, I love A.J. Brown as an emergency pick in that range. Sometimes Andrews or Kelsey are there, that I, and I, it's a move you got to make. I don't really love Andrews there. I like Kelsey there. If you could get Hill, Kelsey, A.J. Brown, Kelsey, A.J. Brown, Hill, I'm probably more excited about that than I am having you go Barkley or do something that I, I, I it's just not my cup of tea. But, but certainly think you're in good position. It's a great pick to have. Um, Josh Allen or, you know, it's never a horrible pick there. It's kind of a good emergency, you know, but Burrow around six, seven is better. Burrow around six, seven is better. You know, so if you get AJ Brown and ETN and, and JT, you're taking ETN way too early, but I at least love the player. Uh, Barkley's okay there if you want to go Barkley, but I just wouldn't do it. Nick Chubb's decent there. I prefer Hill. I prefer Debo. I prefer Javante. I prefer... Swift has fallen there one out of like a hundred drafts, but it's happened. I'm just letting you know in case it does. But uh, yeah, so th- that's that's a tough one. We got a twenty dollar holler from Garrett. Garrett, Garrett dropping the the twenty spot, the twenty dollar holler. We've got Garrett with the twenty dollar holler. We got Avery with the five dollar. Uh, Avery with the five dollar holler, and we got uh, first and last with the uh, the another super chat, and then the question coming right after. So let me throw that on screen. Thank you, first last. I appreciate that. Uh, Garrett's question: Twelve team full PPR. My squad: Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, CD Lamb, DK Lamb, uh, DK DK Lamb, CD Lamb, and DK Lamb. That's pretty good, bro. <laughs> He's trying to put Lamb in there twice. 
Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, DK, Drake London. Uh, running backs are Brees Hall, A.J. Dillon, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, Rashad White, Brian Robinson, prayers up, um, and then Robert Tunyon. You need to get a better tight end. Tunyon's, I don't even know if Tunyon's like healthy at all, bro. Uh, ch- check out the waivers. Uh, Garrett, tell me who the top tight ends are, and we'll we'll get you into a better tight end right now. But I would say I like this team. Um, Brees Hall and A.J. Dillon are, and Kenneth Walker are a little shaky, but at the cost, uh, an appropriate reason why is that you have Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, DK Metcalf. But, you know, I, I think uh, I think you, as the, the couple gentlemen before, just you hit the waiver, you, you hit gold on the waiver wire, and that's it. Game over. You know, that's what you need, though. You need to do that. You need to. You could make a trade, but a lot of these guys are undervalued. I don't want you getting rid of the Joe Burrow, Jamar stack. And so CeeDee Lamb, a little undervalued. DK, extremely undervalued. Um, Brees Hall, undervalued. AJ Dillon, maybe not undervalued, but I don't know that he's a hot commodity to trade for. Kenneth Walker, undervalued. You need. Kenneth Walker to explode or you need to hit that waiver wire hard and get that big pickup, spend an entire load drop. Let's say you have a $100 fab, save it. Don't trickle it out one, two, five dollars at a time and not have $100 to drop if 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 a player emerges. Like let's say nobody owns Zamir White and Jacobs goes out and, and tears his leg up in week one and Zamir White comes in in the second quarter and has 150 yards and two touchdowns and Zamir, Zamir White looks like you know the next, uh, the next uh, Eli Mitchell. You need to be able to drop 100 out of 100 on him, and I'm going to tell you to, if that's that scenario is the scenario we're looking at. If you do that, Garrett, then you're in it to win it. You've got enough pieces here, but you do need to land that waiver wire guy. Uh, Lamar, Dalvin, Kamara, Pittman, Waddle, Pitts, Michael Thomas, A. Rob, Hunt. Damian Harris, Bateman, Pitt, uh, Penny, Gordon, Rondell. 10-teamer, Lamar, Dalvin, Kamara, Pittman, Wano, Pitts. It, it's a good team. It's a good team. I mean, Michael Thomas, you kind of are, are relying on Michael Thomas and Kamara to bring it. And if they do, you're good. Make sure you back up. I don't see Alexander Madison on here. You can't draft Dalvin without Alexander Madison. you got to do that. But, but I love Pitts. I love Michael Thomas and Kamara deliver and Dalvin stays healthy you've definitely got a shot like everybody stay on waivers make sure you you safeguard yourself the best you can and go get Madison but that's a that's a a nice b plus to close to a a minus maybe type team if you're in the top five I would say I don't know if you're one I I I would imagine there are teams that are right around as good as you um Ollie with the super chat football junkie with the super chat Ollie uh ten dollar hauler says b hall or pollard week one Probably probably have to wait and see on that one. If I had to guess right now, I'd say probably Brees Hall. But Ollie, let's take this, you know, into the final the eleventh hour because they're both kind of in a role that, that's confusing and a little bit muddy. Um Football Junkie says I have Lance Swift, JK Dobbins, Chase Pittman, Metcalf, Goddard, St. Brown on my bench. I have uh have to drop him. I have I have on bench drop him for one of these Green Bay wide receivers, Wat, Watkins or Dobbs. Get Dobbs. Dobbs is the guy. But who are you dropping? 
St. Brown, and then kicker I have on bench drop. I don't know if you're talking about backup kicker, then yes, drop your backup kicker, get Dobbs. Go get Dobbs, do it now. Dobbs needs to be owned. Make sure, you know, there's a lot of guys that, that could be very, very valuable that you want to, you want to make sure aren't on waivers. Uh, Zamir White's kind of one of them, but it depends on your league size. I really like Zamir White. Zamir White has a little bit of a potential of being the top pickup of the year coming out of week one. He just does. Um, Tyler ba- uh, Beatty, the batty, has a little potential of being the top pickup walking out of week one. So the preemptive waiver wire refresh show, the early week one waiver wire show, probably dropping tomorrow. We'll talk about Tyler Beatty, talk about Zamir White to try and preemptively get you in a position where you're not forcing to scramble to try and add these guys. You can already get them on your roster. Not every roster can afford to own them. Uh, A lot of you are going to send me messages, rightly so, that are going to say, should I drop? And it's going to be a player better than Zamir White, a player better than Tyler Beatty. And you can't really drop, you know, those guys in in a lot of those cases. But um, definitely look to try and acquire them. Uh, Again, I don't know who you're saying to drop here. Better not be St. Brown. But but dropping an extra kicker maybe or something. But yeah, Dobbs. Go get Dobbs. Lance, Swift, JK I'm not fond of. But I love Swift. I love Lance. I love Chase. Pittman's good value there in the where you probably got him. Metcalf I love. Goddard, you're good. You got a good squad. Work that waiver wire junkie. Don't miss out on, on getting that next Eli Mitchell or Zamir White type guy that you know, could be Zamir. My wide receiver CD, Mike Williams, Higgins, Taylor Javante, I had to get late tight end Komet. Komet's not bad, but uh, yeah, he's not bad. I don't, I don't hate Komet. I'm drafting guys a little higher ranked than that typically, but it's not a horrible tight end. I'm, a, I'm amazing a ten teamer. That was the best you could get though, because I mean, you basically had to have let people draft backup tight ends before you went after one, because he's kind of like borderline ten. Um, Fryer Muth, I like more. Dawson Knox, I like more. In case they're out there, they shouldn't be, but in case they are. Wide receivers are Lamb, Mike Williams, Higgins. That's really, really good. Javante, Taylor. I like it. First last is pretty darn good. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you very, very much. Rockout says Chase, Lamb, Allen, Elliott, Mitchell, Schultz. Already got that one, and, and I, I like everything but taking the triple wide receivers when it's Allen. But it's a good, it's a good, it's still a good team. Uh, where are we? I think I'm caught up. Pick 1.5, 12-man PPR, thinking of best running back available or JJ League in a heavy running back. This is from, uh, uh, what is the name? I don't know how to say that name. We'll call you uh, Casillo, Casillo, Casillo. Appreciate you, good buddy. Uh, Pick 1.5, leaning... In a 12-man league, PPR, thinking of best running back available or JJ. Yeah, uh, if the running back heavy, I don't mind you going with Eckler there. I don't mind Eckler there at all. Avery with a super chat. Did I get to this one? 10-team, Dalvin, Kamara. I think I did get to that one, yes. Thank you, Avery, again. Thank you, first, last. Appreciate you. Thank you, Junkie. How do you feel about Spiller? Um, He was really, really bad coming out of college when you compared him to other running backs and, and looking at all the data. He's slow. Um, he wasn't better than his counterparts whenever he was injected into the lineup. Um, he was, uh, you know, he, he tested very badly at the combine to back up all of the, hey, he looks slow on film. 
But guys can get better at the NFL level. They can improve. The situation obviously determines a lot. Was Arian Foster overlooked because he didn't look fast or have the speed um, or the quickness that he should have, you know, coming out of college? He was so overlooked. He was an un- undrafted free agent. And Arian Foster was in the best system in the world. And boom. Uh, uh, you messed up your question. No problem, Junkie. I got your back. I got your back, pal. So I like Spiller uh, it, it, to some degree because of his situation, but he's no no guarantee of any kind. Uh, B Rob for Dobbs. Um, B Rob for Dobbs. It's a risk because we don't know what's going on with B Rob. Could be one of those heroic comeback stories that we've you know people cutting him, and he has a flesh wound or you know who knows. I do like Dobbs. I would try like if you don't think anybody's picking up Dobbs. You could wait a little bit just to let the dust settle on the news and then, yeah, punch it right away if it looks like he's going to be out a significant amount of time. They come out and say he was shot in the glute, double glute shot, you know, and it's like it wasn't two, it was one. It just went through one cheek and through the other cheek, but it was the same. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we could joke about it because he's okay, but I'm just saying if it went through one cheek, through that cheek, exit wound, into the other cheek and out, and he had a one-shot double cheek penetration on the on the glute, uh, you know it, it, it. Then it then it's like, hey, you know, this guy could play week one. You know, just pat him up, send him out there. You know, so we don't really know. We don't really know. Uh, I, I would definitely say wait and then have your finger over the the button and, and hit hit go if you need to get Dobbs at the last second. But I, I definitely would wait. Brandon said. Uh, uh, Brandon Johnson said what? There's no no question here, Brandon. I'm, let me look for it. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Thank you, Brandon. I, I saw your super chat, but I couldn't find the, the question. Thank you for the super, the $5 holler. The $5 holler. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you, Dan. Appreciate you, Dan. Okay, so this one here. I think I'm, I think I'm caught up on the supers. I got them on screen. 12-teamer. Herbert, Saquon, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Pat Fryermuth, Hollywood Brown, Michael Thomas, Justin Tucker, Dolphins, Benches, Derek Carr, Cordero Patterson, Devontae Smith. Um, yeah, and you can maybe put, uh, that's a good point, um, Sickness said you can maybe put him on IR. Although I've been waiting forever on a bunch of players to go on IR. You know, like Zach Wilson's not on IR, or, you know, like in leagues, it's hard to, it's hard to know. Um, you got to be put on the PUP list and such to even qualify for it. So sometimes it's hard. Um, Herbert, Saquon, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams. So Herbert, Saquon, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Friarmouth, Hollywood, Michael Thomas, Justin Tucker. It's a good team. It's a good team. Um, I like that squad. Like the squad, Brandon. I don't really know what to advise you to do, and I don't know if you're asking for me to come up with an idea. Uh, I, you know, I'm always up for trading Saquon and upgrading him a little bit, getting a Javante, getting a, a Swift. So, you know, using using a player like uh, Devonte Smith, or you know, maybe even Hollywood Brown, if it if it bumps him up a little. Like I, I would I would I would toy around with that idea. Danny with a super a five dollar hauler. Danny says ten teamer PPR Javante Saquon. A lot of Saquon shares for for a 
for a show that's very, not anti-Saquon, but wait until third round. There's a lot of Saquon shares out there in these questions tonight. I'm not against, I'm not against him. He could do very well. I'm not calling him a bust. I'm just calling him a, I'm cautiously optimistic and waiting till round three. Uh, but Burrow, Chase, Javante, Saquon. It sounds like that's your third rounder then. So that's good. You 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 listen, Danny. He's your third rounder. Excellent job. Fryermuth, Renfro, Hall, Pierce. I love Pierce. Pacheco, Dobbs, Pickens, Algier. Anything you should get before the season starts. Honestly, bro, you got the you got the tripod. That's all that really matters. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. I mean, Danny, what can you say? Danny also has DK. You left that that little that little piece out, bro. So you got Burrow, Chase, Javante, Saquon, DK, Fryer, Muth, Brees, Hall, Pierce. Now you've got an A minus or an A plus team, Danny. Big difference. I'd say A minus because it's a ten teamer, but it's still very very good ten team league. You should be proud of that team. Zinski dropping a super chat. Appreciate you, Zinmeister. Danny, appreciate you. Brad, appreciate you. Appreciate everybody dropping the supers. If I've missed anybody, please let me know. Please scream that I missed your super chat and I will go get it. It is is it worth losing a waiver spot for Pickens? I'm at three. Um, it depends on your wide receiver situation, Zinski. I like Pickens a lot, but in redraft, I don't know if it's worth losing the waiver spot because are you starting Pickens? Answer is probably no. He's probably one of your bench wide receivers. A good one at that. Maybe one you should have drafted because I've been talking Pickens up for a little bit now. But Zinski, neither here nor there. If it affects your ability to climb to, to, to number one and wait for the Zemir White or the player that I think, I'm just throwing names out, guys I think could be Eli Mitchell-esque in 2022. I don't know if it's a rolling waiver like that and you don't have to bid and you know you can get that guy. I'd probably not use it. I'd probably let him try and pass through waivers and pick him up for free. That's my advice unless you're starting him, which I hope you're not because he's an upside guy. He's, he's not guaranteed anything yet. He could be slow at times. I got Burrow and Mixon together. Is that bad? Not bad. Um, I don't love it, but it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It just, it's just not something... I, I mean, it, they're very very productive together. They could be very, very fine. Any updates on B-Rob? Not that we're aware of. Um, there are people saying that, that he could be okay, but it's more so people reading into the context of Ron Rivera's um, message he put up on, on Twitter and, and announced everywhere that said that he'll be back soon doing what he loves. But you're going to say that, you know, no matter what. So we don't really for sure know what the update is. Uh, thank you, Zinski. For the super chat, appreciate everybody trying to get to everybody's question. We got a hundred, we got two hundred people in here. One hundred forty-seven thumbs up. Punch that thumb up button. Let's get to the the phone. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Dial six zero two NFL. Um, thank you all for your kind super chats. Appreciate you. Here's some solutions to the B-Rob situations. Amir White and Pacheco were two guys that I threw out earlier. I'll keep that up here. Tripod Cousins, Burrow, Chase Swift. Uh, Burrow, Chase Swift. Yeah, that's a, it, it is a cousin. We've, we, we coined it that earlier, Omar. It is a cousin or, or a, a brother of the, the, the original tripod. Burrow, Chase Swift. Also, Jalen Hurts 
Chase Swift or Jalen Hurts, Jefferson Swift or Javante uh, Williams, AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts are, are related as well to the tripod. They're definitely a cousin. Um, trade day, 12-team PPR, Burrow, Javante, Etienne, Chase, AJ Brown, St. Brown, Knox, Stevenson. You, you got drafted with a bunch of Niner fans, trade day. They just took, you took them to school. Come on, get out of here with that great team. 12-team PPR, Philly, Philly Freak. I got Hurts, A.J. Brown. I love the stack. D.J. Moore, Najee Harris, Javante Williams. Same thing. You're playing with a bunch of Eagle fans, Philly Freak. And you just took them to school. You guys were, hey, Eagle fans, you want to get in a league with me? Now, you did stack your Eagles, and you still did a good team. You did the 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 fandom thing and drafting Eagles. But, hey, I love drafting Eagles. I think they're going to be um, phenomenal. Do you have a ruling waiver tip? Yeah, I just, I mean, being at one's great. And just waiting until like it's too good to be true type of player is sitting there. Those those iffy ones aren't worth it if you can have hope for getting that next Eli Mitchell. You know, if it's a rolling waiver. Thoughts on DK being snubbed in the top 100? Look, Christian McCaffrey, I heard, was snubbed from the top 100. I mean, this is, I'm a McCaffrey, you know, doubter for 2022, but that's predictive. I'm, I'm, that's predictive. That's a predictive thing. McCaffrey is going to get hurt or how can McCaffrey be left out of the top 100 players? It's crazy. You know, and that's coming from somebody that's like, he's probably going to get, he's probably going to get hurt. How do you leave McCaffrey out? How do you put Herbert where Herbert was? How do you not know that Herbert and, and, you know, Josh Allen are like one and the same? Absolutely crazy. Superflex roster, 12-team 12 12 Allen, Tannehill. I'm not fond of Tannehill at all. He's going to lose his job. You better get Malik Willis. Kamara, Brees, Hall, Dobbins. I'm not a fan of Dobbins. Debo, DJ Moore, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Schultz. I like the, the the core of the team. I don't like Dobbins. I would try and trade him. I'd trade DJ Moore and Dobbins for one better player, bro. You know, whether it's a Diggs or, a, a, you know, Dobbins and, and, and DJ Moore for... Uh, you know, like an even a yeah, Tyreek Hill type. You know what I'm saying? Smitty, twelve team hurts. Javante, Etn, Jamar Chase, AJ Brown, Hollywood, Brees, Hall, B Rob. Prayers up to B Rob. Fryermuth, good, good squad. Dawson, Dobbs, and Watson on the wire. Drop B Rob for one of them. Says Junkie. I, yeah, I, again, I, 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 Junkie, I think you asked this earlier, right? Uh, I would I would probably say hover your hand over the button, Junkie, and punch it once you know a little bit more about B-Rob because it, it may end up being the glute shot. We don't know. We don't know what's injured. We don't know what's injured, so tough to react to it. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Thank you, Zach. Appreciate you. Chris, appreciate you. Uh, Choi, you got 10-teamer, Lamar, Dalvin Cook, J.K. Dobbins, Diggs, Mike Evans, Schultz, uh, A.J. Brown, Benches, Brandon Cooks. Um, 10-teamer, J.K. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. I, I, I don't love J.K. Dobbins, but I love A.J. Brown. I love Diggs. You got Mike Evans. It's a monster trio wide receiver crew. You got Schultz. You got uh, Dalvin Cook and Lamar. You're fine. I, I would try and trade J.K. And like Damian Harris or JK and I, you can try and somehow get into an ETN or, you know, Brees Hall or something like that, bro. That's just what I would do. That's the way I would rule. Uh, gentlemen, 10-teamer PPR. I have Murray, Eckler, Javante, Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, Kelsey. Excellent job. Um, You know, maybe Gabe Davis and uh, 
uh, Ramondre and Gabe Davis. Edmonds. Edmonds and Gabe Davis or Edmonds. Yeah, Mike Williams and Edmonds or Gabe Davis and Edmonds for a bigger upgrade. That's where I would go with that. Go for the two for one. What time is it there, Smitty? It's 11.31 p.m. Watched uh, House of Dragon already. is pretty darn good. That show is quality. Quality. It feels like it never left, to be honest. I really enjoy it. I think it's going to be... I don't want to say it's better than Game of Thrones. That's blasphemous. But I want to say the writing is on par. It's just new characters. So it's like, will we ever like the new new characters as much as the original, like, took us by surprise type of show that we just grew to love a different way? Probably not. Like, it's not going to take the place of Game of Thrones. But the writing is on par. The character development is on, is on par. It's just going to be always be a level lower because it's not the original but it's almost like when a show goes off on a weird, like, goes back in time story. Kind of feels like that. Kind of feels like, you know, this is, we're still watching Game of Thrones and it just took us, you know, back in time. And it's telling us some kind of alternate story and we're loving it. Like that, that's, that's what it feels like. It's a fantastic show. Thank you. Appreciate you. You rock. Ernest, I appreciate you. Ten Teamer, Burrow, Javante, Chase, Debo, ETN, Goddard. Love it. Waddle, Gibby, Hunt, Pierce. Maybe explore the, the Gibson value right now. See if you can trade Gibson and, and uh, Gibson and Waddle for a monster. You know. Uh, Irv Smith and Joku. Irv Smith. How do you feel about Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith stack? I like it. So it's a nice little stack to have. I like Devontae Smith a lot. I'm, I'm starting to really like him as a wide receiver three in a build where you've gone really, you know, late wide receiver three shopping, not like where you take them even remotely close to where you normally would want to take your wide receiver three. This is like ignoring your wide receiver three coming in a little bit and taking Devonte Smith. I like him a lot. Um, that's going to do it for today, guys. Two hour show, a little random emergency live stream. Can't get mad at a random two hour show in the middle of the night talking about, uh, we did have some more news to get to, but I'll cover that tomorrow on the new show or if we have an emergency live stream tomorrow we'll have more news um but appreciate every single one of you i'm live monday through friday uh 7 p.m eastern right here 7 p.m eastern monday through friday get on over to the fantasyfootballshow.com order your one-on-one text device with me one-on-one text advice email it uh or not, not it's better than email advice it's you're gonna get audio messages from me through texting okay it's you're texting an actual phone from your phone it's not an app or anything. You're literally, it's a phone I bought just to do this. It's a second phone I carry around with me. I carry it everywhere. I have Miss Mitty, you know, asking for milk here. And I've got you texting me over here. It's an on-demand text service where it's me responding. And you're going to absolutely love it. Um, and also, don't forget, I'm live Monday through Friday. Where is my... Where's my graphic? Well, that's gone. Uh, Monday through Friday or whenever news breaks. Where is this? Let me see if I can get it back. Whatever. All my social handles, thefantasyfootballshow.com. I'll see you all tomorrow. I'll be live at 7 p.m. Eastern. Per usual, or unless news breaks, I'll be live earlier. Peace out. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new. And if you are new, welcome home. 
Appreciate every single one of you. Dan, I'll see you later. Omar, appreciate you. CEH or Stevenson. Um, give me, uh, you know, if I had Pacheco, I'd take the, the duo, but, you know, maybe Stevenson's got a little bit more upside. It's pretty close. I, you know, I kind of want to root for Clyde, though, but I don't know how much of that's me just, you know, biasly wanting him to. I'll admit there's a little bias there. A little bias. Gallo, appreciate you. Um, Subscribe if you're new, Gallo. Appreciate you, man. Matt, later. Blackbeard, appreciate you, my man. Later, Philly Freak. Nice job with your drafts. Matt, appreciate you. I'm out of here. The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. You are, you are up for sex. sex. You are, you are made up for sex. sex.